0: Hi everyone, I'm back live. <laughs> so excited. It's been three weeks since I've been on live. Uh, three weeks ago we had Donna Dvorak on the Pet Psychic and Healer. I heard that she was fabulous. I got a lot of good, very positive response about that show. The next two shows I had to do as pre-tape shows because my situation in Vermont was not, it just, wasn't going to work because of the construction where I was staying. I hope the sound quality was all right. Uh, I had several issues with the pre tape shows. One I'm doing and some neighbor, because I'm really in the rural area, start shooting off, you know, several rounds of a gun. I paused the pre tape show, but I think maybe one of the shots was right in the middle of what I was saying, but that's what it was. Um, Apparently this neighbor does target practice from time to time. And I had some um, techno difficulties too. So I think the intro played two or three or two and a half times or something before the actual show came on. I'm sorry for all of that. Um, it happens. <laughs> So anyway, I'm back. I'm so happy to be back, so happy to talk to you directly. And if anybody wants to call in, please do. I know it's difficult, it is during the work week, and I totally understand if you aren't available to call in. But let me get the number out anyway, just in case there are some of you that can. It's 646-668-8565. Again, it's 646-668-8565. And if you cannot call in, whether it's this show or any show, please email me. The email address for me is Janet at JanetRichmond.com. That's my website, guys. It has JanetRichmond.com. is my website. It has tons of things on there, lots for free, lots of help for all of you to really begin healing your life. Lots of information. please. Just check it out, JanetRichmond.com. And to email me, of course, it's Janet at JanetRichmond.com. The spelling is simple, J-A-N-E-T-R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D.com. And, of course, it's Janet, J-A-N-E-T, at JanetRichmond.com. Very easy, guys. Anyway, I'm so, so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be available. And I do today have a request via email from someone who's requested more than one healing i think she's requested three or four she takes advantage guys hey (laughs) this is a good thing and i'm so happy to help people it's maybe not quite as deep a healing as if i did a private session on someone because they're shorter They are, these sessions are shorter, but if you call in or request by email more than once, you get more and more help from me, more and more of a jump start to get going. And the person today that I'm gonna be working on is Suzanne. You might remember her from, I think, about a month ago, four weeks ago. She wrote in about a difficult situation where her mother and father had been divorced, her father remarried. And when she was about eight or so, her stepmother, who had just had a baby, came in and asked if her father had touched her inappropriately. And she, thinking that she meant the spanking that her dad gave her the day before, that's what she was thinking about, said, oh, yes. And in general, what happened, because I don't need to go over the whole thing, was that Suzanne realized a bit down the line when things started to escalate and the authorities are brought in that she realized that she didn't mean the spanking that she meant in another way. But she was at that point way too frightened to come forward and tell the truth. So the whole incident just completely blew out of the water, a lot of had a lot of ripple effects. And still all these years later, it's affected Suzanne quite a bit, and she asked me to do a healing on it. I don't remember the exact healing, but I do have a little bit of a uh, result of that healing that Suzanne wrote when she, she told me a little bit, and I'm going to read it to you before I get started, because there's something about what she said that, uh, about something that I really want to talk about briefly. Anyway, um, when... Oops. I'm saying goofed up here. Anyway, okay. So let me tell you. what She sent me an email recently, and she said she started doing the neutralizing more on her own, and she can feel the effects of it more now than when I, when she first started. She says that she didn't know what happened, whether it was a result of the healing or not, but her back started to hurt after that healing, and. It seemed to be just at night when she laid down or when she first got up in the morning. So she got some pain pills and she's been doing the neutralizing, both utilizing the shows and also on her own. And she said it does, it has improved a lot. Now this was, this is now two or three weeks or four weeks. I don't know how long after that she sent me this email. So she said that she's been able to sleep the night uh, pain-free half the night. So that's really great. Now then she moves in so the the interesting thing was we don't know why the back happened, but in fact guys this happens sometimes. Maybe when I do the healing on Suzanne today we'll get to some of the the to the bottom of some of this situation with the back. But often when I do the healings, the the situation is this. When we take off layers by neutralizing, Those layers have been repressing the deeper things. They've been repressing older things or less urgent things. And when we take those layers off, it's as if those underneath layers have now come up and bubble to the top and bring to our attention that there's something else there. So this is what happened. I'm fairly confident with Suzanne that she, we did this major healing on her and the result was a physical issue, it's an opportunity for us to work on that physical, physical F issue and see what's behind it. Um, so I'm going to address the back today and the healing for her. I do see that I have a caller. The caller's phone number ends in 9023, and there's a question mark, which means the caller wants to wants to speak with me and I will get to the caller and I want them just to hold on. I do want to just finish what I'm going to talk about with Suzanne and then I'll take the caller first and I will do the the new healing on Suzanne after the caller. If the caller wants the healing, maybe she doesn't, I'm not sure. She just might want to make a comment. She might want to ask a question. So we'll see. But I'm so excited to have a caller, guys, that... I'm going to make it a priority. And I've already explained to Suzanne that that would happen if I did get a caller, because I really want to encourage you guys to actually call in. So anyway, so let me go on with something else that Suzanne said. She said that uh, a meditation that I did on one of my earlier shows, this was the shows uh, I believe back in 2011 or 12, not in the shows, no, 11 yeah, 11 or 12. Not in the shows from this year, but I did a show way back then on healing. Um, it was basically about my daughter and the healings that I did on my daughter. I don't remember the show exactly, but I she was on the show too. So it was, it was a fun show, and I think we did some good work on that. I don't remember it completely, but of course it's on my website, guys, under free podcasts free downloads, is under podcasts, and all the shows are listed there, and they all have a, they're all indexed, so you'll know by just reading through all the shows, so if anybody's interested in listening to that show, please do so. In any case, she said that she could really relate to that show, because she's been working on her own inner child, and the that she identified with my daughter in a lot of ways and thought maybe she had the same similar energy and um, she just could really relate to it. But there was more to what she said. But what I want to discuss right now is this idea about the inner child. The reason I want to discuss it is because it's a very common term. We all have a sense of what it is, that it's the feelings, the sense, sense self-identities, the beliefs about ourselves that we took on as children. And I want to expand on this a little bit because, you know, this show is about the higher self voice. And so I want to put that inner child concept into the higher self uh, viewpoint of the the way things work and i think you'll, now that i've explained thought form energy on this 2014 show the habit energy and the emotional response energy now that i've explained them in the shows that are current in 2014 i'm going to use this opportunity to expand a little bit on the idea of the inner child from the higher self point point of view okay so Where are all the feelings, the self-identities, the beliefs carried that we took on as children? Where are they? Are they just in our memory or is it more than that? And I think you understand now that every thought we ever had, every emotional response, every action that created a habit imprint and every thought also creates the habit imprint, every single one of those is carried in our etheric bodies. So we carry around all of those feelings, all those emotions, all those experiences that we had as children. And so that's where they are. It's not a big mystery. We all were thinking, we all were experiencing, we all were emoting while we were children. And so all of those childhood experiences, all of those childhood energetics that we created as we went through our childhood are held in our etheric bodies, those energy bodies that I talk about. Okay, so, now, if we had difficult childhoods, even if our parents had no intention of making it difficult, perhaps they didn't know better, you know, we all know there's no school, there's no certificate, there's no license requirement for parenting, okay? Or even perhaps we had a terrible trauma that had nothing to do with the parenting style of our parents. Maybe we had a terrible loss, like I did when I lost my parents when I was 18 months. Whatever happened in that childhood, we, ha- we are now housed housing in that energetic field. So we are carrying the hurt we're carrying the wounds, we're carrying the losses, we're carrying whatever beliefs we developed as a result. Maybe we had some terrible loss or terrible uh, something happened and we come away believing, oh, my God, you know, life is a trial or um, we might believe ourselves to be, quote, unquote, lost or maybe abandoned, depending, you know, I could have come out of my childhood thinking I had been abandoned by my parents because I didn't understand death. They just didn't come home one day. So, we don't know, but all of those things are held in there. So, there are many modalities that out there, both traditional psychological therapeutic and other modalities that are metaphysically oriented or alternative alternative, they're all approaching the they're all approaching the inner child issue in different ways, and many of them, I'm sure, really help. Now, the neutralizing techniques that I use also help, and it's not an either-or. You can use the neutralizing techniques and with any modality that you're working on. The neutralizing techniques directly addresses those energetic fields. Other modalities might address other arenas or the energetic field as well, maybe in the same way, maybe in a different way. But in any case, the... What we're doing is we want to neutralize or dissolve the old ways of thinking, the old patterns, the old upsets, the old beliefs, the old fears, or whatever we've developed from those, child, those difficult childhoods. We want to neutralize all of that so that we can move on in our lives and begin to see ourselves and life around us in different, with different viewpoints. We don't want to see ourselves as a victim, for example, anymore, or worthless anymore. So healing that inner child and those self-identities and those beliefs we took on as the child is absolutely powerful stuff, guys. We want to heal that inner inner child. Now, I want to bring up that (laughs) we have inner children, in quotes, from all of our lifetimes. Okay, Unless we died in utero or we died on birth or very closely thereafter, we have been children in every single lifetime. And guess what? Every single lifetime, no matter what happened in those lives, we're carrying in our energetic field. Now, I bring this up because there is... Stuff we know, if we look at just this current lifetime, there's stuff we have that's happened to us in this current lifetime that we know about. For example, I don't remember my parents' death at 18 months, but I know about it. My parents, my aunt and uncle who adopted me, were always open. They, I, I never remember hearing the news It's all as if I always knew because it was, they were open about it from day one. So... I knew about it. So when I went to, into therapy and started to work on myself, I had a starting point. I had a place to start an incident that I could address. Same when I started the neutralizing. I could address that incident. But aren't there things that happen in people's childhoods that they don't remember? Maybe nobody knows. Somebody abused you as a child, for example, and as a... As a two-year-old, your parents weren't there, it could have been a babysitter or an uncle that took, took you for the day. Nobody knew. You didn't have the words to tell anyone and or they knew and thought it was better to not discuss it. So you just never heard about it when you were able to take that information in when you understood a little bit better. So there are many things in childhood some not so extreme as those but as that but maybe something smaller that still has an effect on you as an adult now if we don't know about it makes it a little bit harder doesn't it we don't know where the effect the ripple effect comes from maybe we have we're afraid maybe we don't like If we're a girl, we don't like men. Maybe if we are a young boy who was abused in some way, we have a a reaction towards something that in our distant memory or our unremembered remembrance, we associate with the attack. So it has an effect on us, even if we don't know or remember what the incident was. Now, So, in some ways, if you know about the incident, you have a starting place. Maybe it would be a little bit easier to heal. I don't know. But it does give you a place to start. If you don't have any knowledge of the incident, it would make it perhaps slightly harder, especially in a therapeutic or not therapeutic, in, 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 in a modality where the understanding is the place where you start. So... The good news about neutralizing, guys, is you don't have to know the origin. Do not have to know the incident. You just have to know where you are if you're a teenager or you are an adult and you're filled with self-hatred or you're carrying shame or you have guilt or you have deep fear about something. You don't need to know where it comes from. Within neutralizing, you just start right there. And if you are sensitive if you have if you work with it in time the origins can start to come up when I do my healings for example you see I tie a lot of things to a past life patterns sometimes to a specific life but more a series of lives that brought in and expanded and entrenched a belief system for example so But I want to give you an example, okay, because I think it's easiest when I discuss an example. Let's look at PTSD. PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, most of us out there have some basic understanding about PTSD. I don't know a whole bunch about it, trust me. But in general, we learned about it from the soldiers who returned from fighting, who couldn't really adjust to the lives they left. And over time, more and more understanding came, came about because these soldiers sometimes were very depressed. They were angry. They were sometimes sleepless. They sometimes isolated themselves. Sometimes they lashed out at others. Sometimes they retreated into themselves. Some even went as far as committing suicide. And in time, we began to understand the syndrome we begin, I, I can't say why we, I don't mean me, but, you know, the psychological or um, psychiatric community began to understand PTSD more and more and where, it were, where its origins were and how then to help those who had PTSD, how to help them reintegrate back in society how to help them deal with some of these very deep wounds and pains and traumas that they experienced now we can we use the term ptsd and actually i don't not positive it started with soldiers but i think it did but now we apply it to literally anyone who has been through some sort of trauma and has a serious effect on them so we understand you know, more and more about the syndrome we, or disorder. I don't know if it's a syndrome or disorder. And as I said, there are ways to heal it and treat it. Now, the good news is we have an understanding about PTSD. We see the behavior that it creates in people who have it. And, but what happens if we have had another life and we had, we were soldiers and we had horrible experiences. Or not even a soldier, just an individual who had a very deeply traumatic experience, but we don't remember in this life. We don't remember that experience, but it's still affecting us. Just like PTSD in this life affects our adult lives and our teenager, our teen, uh, teen years, we we absolutely have no idea. We all know of kids, and maybe we were all one of them, that had real difficulties growing up with no discernible problem in the family life, no discernible major dysfunction or major issues going on in the family life, but we turn out, or others we know have turned out to be addicts or depressed all the time, suicide attempts, or become bullies whatever what what I'm trying to say is some of the behavior that we have in this life much of the behavior we have in this life comes from situations and conditions that are unremembered not just necessarily from an unremembered childhood experience but an unremembered an unremembered events, multiple events and experiences in our past lives now, the good news is, the higher selves have explained, we do not need to know our past lives. If you do, it's fodder, okay? It, it's like knowing that you have PTSD from a traumatic event. You watched your mother being murdered, for example. I, I hate to be so horrible and extreme, but it makes a big difference. So you watched your mother being murdered, or you found your mother in the bathroom who hung herself, cut her wrists in the bathtub water. So you may have had a very traumatic experience. But even if you know, it's hard enough to overcome. But if you don't know, you don't know where to start sometimes. But if you find out a past life, it's a good place to start to neutralize. It's as if you remembered a childhood experience or you know of an experience in this life. So it gives you fodder, but it isn't necessary because, again, what do we do? We start from where we are. So if we are depressed, we start neutralizing depression. If we're afraid all the time, we neutralize fear. If we are full of shame and believe ourselves to be unworthy or or. We, we are afraid to express ourselves, or whatever it is, what, that's where we start. And in time, you may, other things may come up. You may begin to see, oh, well, I have this too over here, and, and pretty soon you will be connecting the dots, and you'll come to some insight and understanding about things. Again, it is what I do in my work. I try very hard to connect all the dots for people. I can't always do it, but I do the best I can. And, but even if I don't come up with all the origins, you're still neutralizing the results. You're still neutralizing the ripple effects. And the more you do, the more, the deeper you you get, the further down in layers that we go. So, now, so the point about the inner child, to get back to that, is we're carrying all the inner children from all of our lifetimes. We have no idea what they experience. But lifetimes that are similar to whatever the experiences you remember and know of in this life are right there, empowering it, entrenching the, the inner child, issues and belief systems and feelings and emotional responses. All of those are being empowered by your past lives that were similar. So we want to, when we do this work, and I'm going to be working on Suzanne, um, we want to neutralize all those inner children. All of them. And all of your listeners, if you haven't heard this before, please, the healing that I'm going to do on Suzanne is relevant and, and equally powerful for each and every one of you guys. You can do it at the same time. Will it be exactly the same as Suzanne's? Probably not. But if I'm working on fear, hey, don't we all have fear? If I'm working on shame, don't we all have shame? We've all had so many similarities in our sojourn through these many tens and tens and hundreds of thousands of lifetimes we've had that, of course, no two people have experienced the same combination permutation and have come away with the same belief systems. But there's so much similarity that it's a powerful healing. When I do it on someone else, it's a powerful healing for everyone. Just as Suzanne mentioned when she listen to my show on, related to my daughter, that really helped her because she needed to work on her inner child and she could relate to so much of that that issue. Now, I'm thinking that at this point, I'm going to take the, I'm going to, oh, well, I just want to make one more point. Okay. The reason we want to neutralize the inner child, and all of the inner children is that they act like an anchor, as anchors. All of those situations, whether they happen in our childhood or not, that have brought hurt or wounds or fear or uh, intense shame or uh, a negative self-identity, all of those things act as a kind of anchor many types of anchors in our life pattern holding us back and we want to neutralize them so that we are free to move out and become all that we can become we don't want to be held back by ourselves by what we've created based on all of the situations and conditions that we've experienced over time over many eons of time so we have you know you think about now How many misunderstandings children have? Their parents get divorced, they blame themselves. Oh, well, it's their fault their parents got divorced. That's a common knowledge that children can go there. And nowadays, parents who are divorced are sure to say to the child over and over again, it has nothing to do with you. We love you. We both love you. We will love you for all time. We are just unable at this point to work out things between the two of us. It has nothing to do with you, whatever they say. But we all know that, right? We know that parents now, they're getting a divorce. They make an effort to make sure the child doesn't come away with a misunderstanding and blaming themselves. So... It is very important because all of us came out of childhood, not only in this life, but in all of our lives with so many misunderstandings, and that's why we want to go in and heal those inner children. Heal all of them. All right. Now, before I do the the healing for Suzanne, and she's requested a separate one, although I'm going to bring in her back and the inner child, I'm going to answer this call from the caller who is at the number ending 9023, and I'm just going to put your mic on so you're no longer on
1: mute. Are you there? Hi, Janet. Hi. Who's this? You knew that it was a female caller. Um, This is Denise.
0: Oh, Denise. Hi. How are you? Hi, great to connect with you. I'm so glad you did. How are you
1: doing? Good. I love that you're introducing work with the inner child. It's such a great topic, and it's something that I work on regularly. I do healings with my inner child in all aspects of myself. Way to go, lady. Yeah, so I'm calling on the perfect day.
0: Well, great. What What is your issue?
1: Well, I just want to thank you for all of the previous healings that you've done on me. Um, Today, my healing request is for my fatigue and depression. You did assist me in the past with fatigue, and I just wanted to report the improvement that I've had, that that was about three years ago when you worked on it, but I have now went from working part-time to being able to work full-time.
0: Oh, that's great, but you, now your fatigue is back is what I'm thinking.
1: Um, well, it's never completely went away. It does okay. keep me in bed the majority of my spare time because my energy is so low and it is something that I've had since I was a teenager. So even though I'm able to work when I'm at home, I'm usually canceling my social plans because I feel too exhausted to even physically get ready to leave my house.
0: Okay. And
1: I also wanted to mention that I did have trauma and abuse in my childhood, like from the the dentist was my earliest, but then throughout my life I also had an abusive stepmother physically and verbally.
0: So what was the first thing with that did you say a dentist?
1: A dentist,
0: yes. I was very young.
1: It it was before the age of four when they had my mouth clamped open and I didn't know what was going on.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. So you, you were forced to keep your mouth open. Maybe they were doing some work in there, but you had no concept or understanding of what it was. Is that right?
1: Yes, and they were being harsh with me because I was crying and not cooperating and not being still.
0: Okay, I got it. They probably held you down, and it probably just freaked you out.
1: Yes, and then my grandmother also told me that when I was an infant that my mother would leave me at home alone at night, and I would be crying, and no one was there to comfort me. So (laughs) there's a lot of trauma that I don't remember, just as what you were just talking about.
0: Yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, okay, well, I think we need to – I'll try to address all of it. I do need to leave enough time to work on Suzanne, although she probably would understand if I didn't have enough time to do her the next week. Um, I didn't know I was going to take so long on the inner child, but I do think it's important because it's a concept that's out there everywhere, And I wanted to explain to everybody what exactly it is from the higher self point of view and, um, you know, the issues that we can, that we're working on. But we have actual things that we can work on with you, but we're going to expand the healing to include all the past nows, like I do, move us into the forever now moment. Have you heard that? Yes. Well, I'll be doing it again anyway, so... That way, we're going to incorporate the healing from this life and every life. So it's a it's a more it's a deeper healing, and uh, I I just just the fatigue thing is the the fatigue that feels big to me.
1: Yes, because I, it, it hugely interferes with my life.
0: Yeah. It usually interferes, and it started when you were young, and um, it's pretty extreme. So I'm I'm just curious to see what the higher self come up with on that one, and let me just see what I um, discern from it. So I'm looking forward to. Let's get going. How about?
1: Great, thank you.
0: Okay. Um, All right, Denise. So. I want you to, and you probably know the drill because we've worked together on the show before and previously. So I I want to just have you and all the listeners get comfortable, quiet your minds as best you can, take a deep breath or two or three, and just relax. And at this moment, we're going to use the simple technique to focus on the physical body. We are going to focus on the physical body in order to become very, to bring the mind's eye into this now moment. So I want everyone to just be conscious, focus on the position of your arms and legs, your hands and feet, the contact points that you have between your physical body and the floor, the chair, the bed, wherever you're sitting or lying. And in this way, draw that mind's eye in, centering it, and in this way, that focus of attention is bringing us, each and every one of us, into the now moment. The now moment is a simple energetic field. You may visualize it or imagine it as a 360-degree orb around you in some way. You may Come, please understand that it is energy. We can mo- move and manipulate energy with our focus of attention. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to expand that energetic field. So you, Denise, myself, and all the listeners, whether they're listening live or in the, listening to the archives, I want everybody to expand their energetic field. Just watch, imagine, sense, feel, Think I am expanding my now moment bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's for each and every one of us. It's growing very large. It's moving to expand not only the now moment, but all the past nows, the now moment, and the future now moments. So in this way, these orbs are growing in size. You and I, Denise, and all the listeners, past and future listeners, because we are expanding into the future now, they all of us are now being encased in what I call the forever now. And this forever now moment is a very powerful space to be in for this healing. As I said, it allows us to tap into issues that are very old, that are unremembered remembrances, that are... The origins are something we can't have any concept or consciousness of, and we don't need to have conscious and consciousness of it. But we are including it in this healing in order to move into the very highest level of healing that we can manifest at this moment in time. In this forever now moment, which has expanded literally feels bigger than this planet, simply because there are future now listeners that are all over the globe. And so this forever now moment is very large. It encompasses the planet itself and has moved into symbolically the atmosphere and above. And now I'm going to have you, Denise, and I'm doing it as well, all of us to use that very powerful focus of attention that we have to focus on that symbolic sunlight or the pure soul essence divine light that we carry i use the symbol of a sun simply because the sun is so powerful and in its own right that it immediately brings to mind the idea that the pure soul essence the divine light that each and every soul carries is so powerful it is that divine light that is our purest and most perfect and most potent point of power and I want each and every one of us to expand our divine light moving it in, in through and around the totality of our physical bodies in through and around the totality of our etheric bodies and in through and around the totality of the forever now moment in this way we are all joined in one accord it is a very very incredible amount of light that is being generated and I see souls from many different levels coming in to partake of the light these are souls for the most part that are unaware that they carry their own light and they come in and partake because it's divine pure soul essence light which is everything the originating source was, isn't, is becoming. So the light carries something for every soul. And those souls that are ready to take in the light are coming to do so. Whatever aspect, whatever part, whatever concept, whatever frequency level of light they're taking in, they are doing just that. And in this way, simply by being part of this healing today with Denise, each and every one of us, is helping souls around the planet and many of them have laid aside the body as well. It isn't just souls in body, it's souls in and out of body. And during this healing, many souls will be coming forward and partaking. It will be an ongoing process. I ask too at this point in time that we all become aware of the amalgamation and call in the amalgamation with the conglomerate higher selves. The conglomerate higher selves are the higher selves of Denise and of me and of all the listeners. And that, too, is a very powerful energy. The higher selves also carry the divine frequency. We have to invite them in. Each and every soul carries their own higher selves at some level. And we are all going to benefit by that very high frequency of energy that we carry. All of us have that very high frequency of information, of healing, of balance, of understanding, of insight, of opportunity, of ability. We all carry all of that very high frequency energy by amalgamating with it. And because it's divine, we have to invite it in because we're at the free will level. But because we carry it, it's another way to give ourselves a big jump start into the healing today and into all parts of our lives. I'm asking, too, that we focus on the originating source, becoming one with that energy, opening up the connection that we have 24-7 anyway between the pure soul essence and and the originating source. And in this way, we are opening up and accepting and inviting in all of the infinite resource of the originating source and guaranteeing that we will be utilizing today the very highest level of frequency, of healing, of understanding that we can reach. We don't ever want to work at a level that's less than where we could work. We always want to work at the very highest level and after the healing today, tomorrow, the next week, whenever we work again, the healing will be at a higher level and we want to always be moving up that ladder, helping ourselves in the most expanded way possible. Now I am focusing on Denise and I ask each of the listeners to focus on themselves and I want to begin by explaining simply that when I, be, when I start to work on you, Denise, and the same issues for all the listeners, it's as if I'm triggering off for each of you help to release. We all have pockets of so many thousands and tens of thousands of issues, of misunderstandings, of misconceptions, of beliefs, of hurts, of fears, of so many things that as I mention them, it's almost as if I'm tapping into or activating or helping you activate is really more the, what happens, helping you activate the release from these different pockets. It's almost as if we have a bunch of acne and we're pricking them open, <laughs> allowing the goo, the infection, the whatever to release. And I'm sorry for such ugly kind of image but I'm working on issues today that are painful that are difficult that are horrible for us and I'm not working on the good wonderful things because those are not the things that are bothering us those are not the things that are creating so many problems in our lives so that's really what I'm doing when I start to pull out the issues and I'm going to start for Denise with depression I'm pricking or triggering off the release. And I want you, Denise, and all of the listeners to... By the way, Denise, I just put you on mute, so if you want to move around, it won't disturb anything. But I'll put you back on uh, active mic when I'm done. Anyway, so I want all of you to understand that when you release this yucca out of these pockets out of these wells, out of these places that we carry in the etheric bodies, they're releasing into your light. And those issues are energetic in nature. They're soulless, they're mindless, they're willless. They're simply energies that we have created over the eons of time that we've been humans. So I'm they're going to be releasing into your light and the light being the divine energy is going to neutralize them easily and effortlessly and the neutral energy will become one with your light so that's what's happening if you need a visual you can see dark smoke or uh, gushes of like an oil gusher or out of a hose you can see in whatever way or visualize or imagine in whatever way these things being released both from your physical and your etheric bodies out into the light to be neutralized. Okay. So I'm now going to focus on this fatigue and this depression that you, okay. The minute I said fatigue and depression, I'm seeing a release for you, Denise. I think it's happening so quickly because you're, you're used to this work. You understand that you're, really wanting to you're just determined to uh release these issues and i just see them pouring out Um, i'm seeing it from mostly from the front of you i don't see so much in the legs as the torso even the head if there's an area that you feel is stopped up you can always activate and open one of those symbolic hatches that i've used so often in the past Sometimes something gets stuck somewhere. Um, I've had clients that somehow the right or the left side of the face seems to be filling filling up and not letting go. So you open a hatch in the eye or the ear or both or the mouth, the throat, the top of the head, wherever you want to. You can, you, Denise, or anyone else, if you feel it stopped up, stopping up. But right now I'm seeing a really healthy flow of this fatigue coming out. And I want to... I want to tune in and get some specifics if I can on this. I'm asking your higher self to please direct me to... Okay. I'm seeing uh, first is... I'm seeing either one lifetime or a symbol of many lifetimes, but I see you doing absolutely backbreaking work. It's almost like I see you as a slave or as someone in the field picking it's an old thing. I don't know if it's even um, related to this planet. I don't know if it's slavery or something like that, but I I, I feel like you are laboring in a very intensive manual labor sort of way and you have very little uh opportunity for rest you you eat literally on the job you are it's i feel like your life is at stake in other words if you don't keep up your your output that you would be uh you wouldn't be fed because they feed the workers, they feed the ones that help. I mean, it really is pretty terrible. So I want you to release any kind of slavery patterns that might have to do, I think we worked on your back before. But anyway, this could be part of the back issue. And as a matter of fact, when I said that, I'm watching some stuff being released from your spine because there was this, and I don't know if it came up before because I don't remember the healing but I just have this sense that maybe there was something to do with your back before if it wasn't and I'm remembering somebody else no worries because right now I am seeing I am seeing some releasing coming out of that lower back and the upper back between the between the shoulder blades the, the shoulder is it scapula those things that When we move our arms back, they come together in the back. Um, There's a lot of back-breaking feeling, just absolute pain and um, chronic exhaustion. It almost goes to the place where you go numb. There's a numbness here that I'm feeling. It's almost like you're an automaton. You're not able to do any more than just simply focus on the work focus on sticking, taking one step in front of the other. Your hands, I feel your hands are almost bleeding. Um, they're just in constant pain. The, I don't know if you have any hand issues with arthritis or anything like that, but I'm feeling and asking to have you release a lot of uh, stuff out of your hands as well. The, There is this resignation here that comes with you don't have any choice so there is a resignation that your life this is what your life is about that there is so much resignation here there's hopelessness there is um, just resigned that you have and you won't have nothing more in life. I mean, it's pretty intense. It's pretty terrible. And you, I do feel, too, interestingly enough, that you have others that you are responsible for. So it's not only about your own life. And I feel a weight or a burden on the upper part of your back. Now I'm seeing all three parts of your back being affected here because the weight of others you're needing to help others you're needing to stay alive you're needing to be productive you're needing you're needing is keeping others alive i'm not getting who those others are but clearly they're loved ones or wouldn't be a burden for you Um, and i want you to start releasing off the the burden the burden and the It's part of the resignation pattern that you have no other choice, because if you don't keep going, you would be responsible for either the death or imprisonment or starvation or something, torture of loved ones. So you are absolutely forced to keep going, not just for yourself, but for loved ones. And this is really intense. And I want you to release the fatigue. I want you to release the burden. I want you to release the obligation. I want you to release the idea that work, because what's happened here is that you've associated work with complete exhaustion. This con- these two concepts are absolutely um, locked together in your mind, in your belief system. They have, that work means exhaustion. And it's so old and so deep, this conviction, that it's manifesting even now because your work gets you so exhausted you have to go to bed. But that it's, it's as if you're bringing into your outer reality the result or the manifestation of exactly what you believe. When you work, you become exhausted. And this is a very important belief system and connection that i want you to release i want you to release all of that belief system all of that connection that work means fatigue work means exhaustion work means resignation and just having to do it that you have no other choice work means no freedom work means no life all of this I want you to release you may not believe that in this life it's not about it being in your conscious mind but it was there in that life and it is powerful that life or that series of lives, because again I'm not positive it was one life or a, a number of similar lives but it it absolutely is powerful oh, now I just want to tell you that the image that I'm getting because as we heal please understand that we're healing our past now as well as our present and future now. And what I saw was I saw you stand up in that image that I was getting of that life. I saw you stand up, and it was as if you were looking out over the field of whatever you're doing. You see other people working there, but somehow you're able to see, to get the courage to Have the hope that you can actually stand up and you can stop working at least for that moment in time. Let me see where this image is taking me. I want to call in divine light, divine understanding, divine insight, divine hope. And really what I see that you're seeing in this image is you're looking around and you're seeing other options that you never ever saw before, because it's understandable, because in that life, or those lives, there probably were no other options. But remember, we're working with symbols, and we're healing those lives. So what we're doing is we're bringing in divine options, divine choice, divine freedom, divine understanding, divine balance and harmony, divine hope, divine joy, Okay, and we're having those, all of those energies permeate this image, this symbolic picture that I'm getting. And it's shifting and changing that picture. And it had already happened. It already had you standing up. And now I literally have you walking, standing straight up, not picking anything. I have you walking. Out of the fields. No one has gone to capture you. No one has gone to kill you. No one has gone to whip you. You are literally walking out in your very powerful light. You are very yourself assured. You have a great understanding, and it doesn't mean that it's either that that no work is the only way to avoid the fatigue. It's not that what I'm trying to say. It's that you've now gotten a, you've healed a lot of the belief systems, you've healed a lot of the, what you've taken on, that resignation, that absolute unifocus that you had to just keep working. You've taken on the added understanding that in this life, You have options. In this life, you have freedom. In this life, it isn't about work meaning exhaustion, that you can work and bring in joy. You can work and bring in uh, meaning and fulfillment. And you can be done with work and have a life. And that's, I, I, I see you walking over. I see you moving and starting to talk with people. Um, what I am hearing, and again, it's symbolic, but it's, you are bringing ideas and concepts of how to, to the people who are running the show, you've walked right out and you're saying, you know, there's more efficient ways to do this. There's more opportunity to, to get more out of us. And you are actually, and I don't know the exact ideas, but you are actually bringing ideas and concepts to those who are running this show. That, And they're listening. They're absolutely listening because you came out of the field and it was so unexpected. And you came out with such confidence and like this is the norm. And you went right over and they accepted and heard you what you were saying. It's a very powerful picture, and I don't know how or if it would play out in this life, but what I love is that it really shifts those past nows. It really shifts, and you are now garnering respect. You are now being heard. You are now part of the process of not only shifting the life pattern for yourself, but for others that are part of it the others that were doing the same thing and you are in this way being even more helpful to yourself and to those loved ones. So there is the burden is just, I just feel the burden just sloughing off your back. I feel so much coming off the back, the top, the middle, the lower part of the back. And (laughs) I'm seeing your neck straighten. I don't, I think that we did something on the neck, but I wasn't thinking about it. And All of a sudden, I'm th- feeling your neck straightened. Whether or not it's actually going to ever straighten in this life, I don't know. But to heal the the problem with the neck in the prior lives is going to have a ripple effect in this life. Maybe it'll mean less pain. Maybe it'll mean whatever. And so or maybe it'll lead you to something that is going to physically bring that neck into better alignment. I, you know, I just don't know how it's gonna play out. But I do feel like the neck has, is beginning to release even more than whatever we did before. Um, the, the whole idea of depression was part of this pattern too because who can be joyful and happy with this kind of life pattern. It was the depression is part of the resignation that it isn't going to change, that this is, this is the way it is. And so I want you to actively and consciously release all the depression patterns. You don't need them anymore. This, these are, they come from the hopelessness, the helplessness, and the powerlessness of being able to change anything. And we've all had lives like that. So I want to release that hopelessness, the powerlessness, the helplessness from this life and every single other life and all the despair, all the agony, all the depression that is part of that. And two, there is the fear that it's not going to change. There's a lot of fear here too. And I want you to release that fear that something will happen and you won't be able to keep going, the fear that you're going to get ill, the fear that you're going to injure yourself, the fear that you're going to uh, lose your strength, the fear you're going to die, the fear you're going to starve, the fear your loved one. There's a lot of fear here, too, and I want that. And I feel more stuff coming out of your back and the front, too. The front at the heart and at the stomach level is also doing a lot of releases. I want the misunderstandings the belief systems to come out the top of your head and anywhere else that you might experience them to come out. And I want you to, while we're here, I want, to, I want you to begin to release the trauma, the trauma of this childhood that you've had, the trauma of an abusive mother, the trauma of the misunderstanding and the, the mishandling of your situation with a dentist. The the trauma of being home alone at night as an infant and no one coming to answer your cries, the feelings of abandonment, the feelings of betrayal, There's a lot of abandonment and betrayal here because you felt abandoned by those loved ones and the dentist that held you down, you felt abandoned and betrayed by the people who didn't come and respond to you. You felt abandoned and betrayed, especially betrayed by the abusive mother um, because the mother is the one that's supposed to be there for us. There is a tremendous amount of trauma here, and I want to call on the traumas and the abandonment and betrayal issues from all the inner child. And all of the misunderstandings that have been taken from those lifetimes and and this lifetime, the there is the right off the bat, I get the understanding that you're just not important enough, that you're not lovable enough, that you are not um, heard, seen, cared about. There's just this this. There's an isolation pattern here where you just feel so alone that you are are just, for some reason, no one is coming to help you. You are feeling very abandoned, very betrayed, very unsupported, and you've turned a lot of it on yourself, feeling and believing there's something wrong with you. And I want you to release all of that, all of that belief that there's something wrong with you, that you must have done something, you must have said something, or you're just not capable of being what you need to be in order to garner and bring in the care and love that would be more normal. And so I want you to release all those issues, all those patterns, too, about The inner child, all those misunderstandings, all those misconceptions, all the misinterpretations that we all have pulled from childhood, the false beliefs, known and unknown, all of the the issues, whether we don't remember them or not, from this childhood and all of the childhoods that we've all experienced. Let me just see what else I can pick up from this childhood pattern. I'm picking up this idea of isolation and also feeling very small. It's as if you feel you aren't big enough in some way. And big enough could mean important enough, lovable enough, deserving enough. But it's almost as if I see you cowering as a child there's a lot of cowering here because you don't know when the next shoe will drop you don't know you don't understand why you're getting the abuse you don't understand why the trauma's happened to you so you just you don't know when the next shoe will drop you have no way of of dealing with it no concept no idea to to No way to cope. And the only way you can find or figure out to cope is by getting small enough that people you be thinking, oh, they just won't notice me. Oh, nothing can happen if I'm just hiding in the closet or something. They won't think of me. So what I'm getting here is this coping style, this, this way of trying to hide, to make yourself small enough, hidden enough unimportant enough, insignificant enough that those around you that are either abusing you or traumatizing you or uh, betraying you or abandoning you won't do it because they won't even think to do it if you're small enough, if you're not important enough, if you hide enough, if you become invisible enough. And I want you to release the invisible pattern, the needing or the believing that that's the way to cope the the defense mechanism the whatever you might want to call it that was your only way to handle it because there was no other explanation you were a child that we are dealing with that inner child and as a result this misunderstanding came you never went to the place that maybe there was some very deep hurts and wounds with your mother or your whoever was abusing you or the people who were driving you in the field you didn't go there because you didn't know to go there those were the authorities those were the ones that should that are you know in charge of your life you didn't as a child we don't understand so you went to yourself and i want you to release the need to be invisible the need to be unimportant the need to hide the need to become so small because it was your only option in some of those situations. And I really want you to release that. And I'm seeing this image of you cowering. And as you're releasing, I want you to release that cowering situation, that small, that hiding, that all of that. I want you to keep letting go. I'm going to call in divine understanding, divine insight, divine love, divine, really need, divine understanding, divine clarity of vision, and expansion of perception. And I want to call in all that understanding, and as I'm doing it, I'm seeing you very similar to the image in the field. I'm seeing you step, stand up from that cowering position, and you're looking around. It's as if there's blinders have been taken off your eyes and you can see that you, you just didn't understand. You didn't see enough of, the, of what was going on. So I want you to release that. I want you to um, keep releasing those blinders and I want you to keep feeling that, understand moving in through and around the totality of your beingness. I want you to Stand up and see that there is more options, more choices, that there were real reasons and that now you are free of that. You don't need to cower or hide. You don't need to wait and try to avoid the next shoe dropping. And I want you to release that whole fear of the shoe dropping, all the fears that are associated with that. Okay, um, I'm just checking your your energetic field. There's been a lot of processing going on. You've done a great job. The, the light is moving in. I feel like there's tremendous amount of light moving, especially down the back because so much work was done on the back, but also in the front. It's just as if the physical body is being more and more empowered with the light and you're being encased in what I would call like a cocoon. The higher selves are putting you in a cocoon because you did a major release. Oh, you know, I I'm feeling some heartache and heartbreak, some real pain and suffering, and I did not address that, but it is there and I'm asking the higher self to trigger that release so that the the pain and the grief and the suffering and the hurt Because there was an awful lot of that. You can't be abandoned and abused and betrayed without that kind of thing. And so I want all of that heartache and heartbreak to please expand, uh, to be released. And I'm calling in divine love and divine forgiveness and divine understanding around that pattern also. I'm calling in divine flush to allow it to please move out and be released. The higher selves have are facilitating that and they're helping you because the you process so much, but they, they have encased you in this kind of um, cocoon as I said, so that you it will help you acclimate, it'll help you continue to process and they're placing you in the healing circle so they can monitor monitor you twenty four seven and facilitate your um acclimation and further pro- processing wow i'm going to put your your mic back on uh denise um i just want to see how you're doing it was pretty intense for me anyway yeah. okay
1: i feel like i did a lot of releasing and i can also feel the light right now it's great
0: oh good yeah, you did so much. Literally, I think I mentioned instantaneously, you just began and it just never stopped. You just did a fabulous job at letting go. And um, I hope it has some impact. I, I just hope it does. It,
1: you know. I think so. And I could relate to some of the things you were saying, too, with having scoliosis and back pain. And also with my stepmom was bipolar, so it was walking on eggshells and never knowing when her good mood was going to snap into a rage. So that made sense, what was coming to you. And then also with the abandonment, my mom died when I was four, so that was another thing I've worked with my inner child on healing.
0: Oh, good, good. Well, I'm glad you could relate to it. It just felt so alive for me you know sometimes it just feels so present and actively a part of something and so when someone can relate to it resonate with it you know I know that that I was picking up something that was active and you know and that you feel that sometimes it's so old that it's operating at the very deep levels and people may not relate but if I'm picking it up, it's important, you know. But, um, but it's, in this case, I don't know whether it's just you, Denise, and <laughs> because you, you tend to work at these very deep levels or, or what, but I, I just felt it so intensely for you. I really did. It was very active, very big. Well, thank you so much. I'm very grateful. Oh, you're so welcome, Denise. Um, always happy to have someone call in I'm going to move on I don't have a lot of time but I do want to work on Suzanne I have more time on the show so um I think I'm gonna unless you have any other questions or anything no thank you so much Okay, well, you're so welcome, and feel free any time to call in or email me or anything, you know, the deal.
1: (laughs) Okay, I will. Thank you. And if you have any,
0: you know, please feel free, too, to um, give me any follow-up. Oh, I will. Comments, questions, oh, my God, this happened, what do I do now, or, you know, anything, good, bad, or indifferent. Okay, I'll keep in touch Email. All right, great. Thank you so much. Talk okay,
1: to you later. thank
0: you. Okay. All right, bye, ladies. Okay, now I'm going to move on to Suzanne. And first what I'm going to do is thank Denise for calling in and thank her a lot for, you know, giving me the opportunity to not only help her, but to help all the listeners. Um, I just remembered before I began, began on Suzanne, I don't know if you all heard my last show, which was a pre-tape show, and I did it on fear. I have gotten more information on that from the higher selves. I, we started unexpectedly, it just happened as the show unfolded, to, we started a group calling, called Fear Anonymous, based on Alcoholics Anonymous, Overweight Anonymous. Gamblers Anonymous, and all of that. And I did get more information on Fear Anonymous from the Higher Self after that show. And I will be going back to that concept in my next show. I wanted to kind of get back on track with doing these online healings, and so I decided to wait and do the healing for Suzanne and, of course, now for Denise, and then talk about Fear Anonymous um the next show because it was pretty exciting we if you haven't heard that show it was the pre tape show of last week so it was what the 7 um, I not know what would it be Nineteen? 10 no 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 7-9 no. that's what it was it was on 7-9 and it was on the pre it was on fear and it was really interesting guys so if you Are so inclined if fear is an issue in your life give it a listen and then before next week if you can even if you can't it doesn't matter because next week's show will be um, archived so but anyway give it a listen and maybe tune in again for the for next week or listen to the archive show when we expand upon fears and fear anonymous (laughs) FA so okay now I'm going to move on to Suzanne now, she wrote me and she said she wanted to, me to work on the area of relationships and she's thinking specifically of family relationships. Now, of course, we had worked, oh, I don't, I'm sorry, there's a bunch of noise outside my apartment right now. I'm so sorry. Uh, but um, we did work on the situation which i mentioned earlier in the show where she was that incident that happened when when she was about eight with her stepmother and her misunderstanding about whether her father had touched her inappropriately and i don't need to repeat that again because i repeated it in the beginning of the show and then i had the whole other show on it but so we have dealt in some ways with relationship but this is a little bit different approach, different viewpoint, different uh, type of relationship issue. She says that she's thinking specifically about family relationships, and for the past month, her mother and she have been dealing with her grandparents, specifically her grandfather, who fell and had a very long recovery period. And both of her grandparents moved into an assisted living place, and there's now a problem of his heart slowing down because he has some sort of irregular heartbeat and so both she and her mom are having to do a lot of babysitting of the grandmother because she is also in rehab and can't be with him alone and because they're afraid she's on a walker that she might fall so either Suzanne or her mom has to be around helping to make sure that both the grandma and the grandfather are doing okay. Now she said that she, I remember we uncovered in another session that she had an issue of feeling over overly responsible for people that um, she can, and we, a lot of us do that, that we take on ourselves the responsibility to solve everybody else's problems. And um, the I don't remember all about it, but it is an issue. Sometimes we, we really burden ourselves because we take over other people's problems and make them our own and make ourselves responsible. And we put a lot of burden and a lot of pressure on ourselves. And, I, and we can sacrifice ourselves as a result. Now, in this case, the grandparents need people to be responsible for themselves. They are old and infirm and unable to be fully responsible for themselves. It's not the same as taking over and being responsible for an adult that is perfectly healthy and perfectly capable. And it's the same with children. If we, if we have children there, we have to be responsible for them. So by saying that, their time for retake responsibility for other people when it isn't appropriate because they need to be self-responsible. It is not about abandoning people. It's not about abandoning children or abandoning grandparents. So I want to make sure that people understand that. Now, she didn't know if that issue had to do with the fact that she has no, very little personal life because she's taking care of uh, the grandparent's um, She, of course, wants to be there to help her family and support them, but she's having a difficult time finding the balance between supporting others and supporting herself because it seems like it's almost, it's at at the expense of herself. It's at the expense of having her own life, of being able to focus on her own development, her own movement, her own process, her own healing, because she's, apparently um, taking spending so much time as a caregiver. And there are a lot of us out there that have been in that situation where caring for others that needed caring for was at the expense of ourselves. And what I would like to do um, for Suzanne is to do a healing on this for sure, because I don't know what the answers are. I don't know the details. But what I want to do is help her neutralize whatever the misunderstandings are, whatever the pattern is, whatever the false beliefs, whatever the emotional issues are for her that hold us, lock, hold her locked into a situation where there is no balance. It is not going to mean that she's going to abandon her grandparents. And I really want people to understand that it isn't about that. But if we neutralize her what she's carrying to bring in the self-sacrifice, to bring in the imbalance, what happens is possibilities, opportunities, new windows, new doors open and present themselves that will allow for the pattern to come in in a more balanced manner. Do I know exactly what that'll be? No, I really don't. But I want you, we'll see what comes up with the healing and maybe we'll get some feedback from Suzanne down the line but what I want to do is because she's carrying that self-sacrifice pattern she's carrying the imbalance where she is not able to have a, a real life for herself she is continually manifesting the actual imbalance that meets the belief systems meets what what she's carrying at the energetic level she's Bringing in the manifestation of a situation that she is, has to seems to think that she has to, you know, that creates the illusion she has no choice, creates the manifestation of this very difficult, imbalanced situation. So we're, what we're going to do is we're going to work on her part of it. And by so working on her energetic belief system, her energetic um, hurt or misunderstanding, self-identities, we will begin to allow her to bring in other choices. She'll be more free to move out of the self-sacrifice pattern. Without, because it's always at the highest ideal, guys. These are divine energies. It isn't about making Suzanne's life great, and abandoning her grandparents. Not what this work is about. It is bringing in the balance at the highest ideal for both parties. And it's about opening up concepts, opportunities, possibilities, new ways of approaching the situation that is good for both in their highest ideal. Okay? So it isn't an either/or thing, and I really needed to make that make that um, clear. Um, her other concern, and this kind of goes right along the same line, is her grandparents, her grandmother and grandfather are extremely close. They do everything together. She said it's almost as if it's one person in two bodies. But she worries about herself because she sees when one of them is away from the other for even a day, it's so upsetting not to be together that Suzanne is worried that she she doesn't want to, she wants to be her own person. She doesn't want to depend on somebody else to the point that the minute they aren't there, she's going to be upset or in pain. She wants to become her own person, fully independent, connected deeply with someone, but not Maybe codependent would be the right word, although I don't know that her grandparents are codependent. I can't say and I am not. I don't want to put that out there. But I think the listeners understand that she doesn't want to have a dysfunctional or a situation with another person where your happiness depends on somebody else. And what we want to do is we all want to create our own happiness from within and our own fulfillment, our own um, self-worth and then when we come together with another person we are we can engage and share at very deep levels and we aren't dependent on what's going on in their life or how they feel about us we are creating our own joy our own happiness our own self-love ourselves or and in that way and that's what she's saying so um Okay, I had something else I wanted to talk about here, but I think I'm going to go straight to the healing because it's only half an hour left of the show and I need to I need to I need to go on. So, okay. We've already been amalgamated. We've already been amalgamated, so I'm going to very quickly again remind the listeners to bring that focus of attention, center it On the physical body creating not only the now moment energy field but using the focus to expand it and almost immediately we were all brought into this forever now moment we are all focusing now on the pure soul essence light that we carry that divine sunlight of course sunlight is a symbol it is not the symbol that is powerful but the the energy behind the symbol When I said that, I'm seeing the symbol going through. It was like a flipbook of, of changes. So many different symbols that you can use for that light. I saw one as a kind of a, um, a divine warrior, a princess warrior of light, or a prince of light, I, like an Apollo, like a, our inner, quote-unquote, God. Um, I'm seeing the symbol change but it's all the symbols are all representative of this very pure and perfect and potent point of divine power that we carry and now our focus of attention is expanding the light it is filling the forever now moment for all of us and we are amalgamated once again with the totality of our higher selves and i am calling in via the rainbow bridge Suzanne, she is already present, but I'm going to connect with her via the rainbow bridge simply because she is not present and it connects us at a very, very deep level um, from chakra to chakra, carrying the tremendous balanced energy that connects us. We are all amalgamated both with, with the conglomerate higher self energy of Suzanne and I, even Denise is part of this, and all of the listeners present and future. We're all amalgamated. We're all actively being helped by the higher self conglomerate energy. And we are also calling in and amalgamating with the originating source of all there is. Bringing this healing session into the very highest level, always operating at the highest ideal in accord with divine will and our own divine plan. And I'm asking to be a pure and perfect instrument ...to do this healing for Suzanne and that she be the pure and perfect instrument to receive the healing, that she utilize it and manifest it, of course, in her highest ideal and in accord with her own divine plan. And I want to begin simply for Suzanne, and remember all you listeners, that you can work on this yourself, because whatever misunderstanding, whatever misinterpretation, whatever emotional issue I bring up for Suzanne, we all carry in some way, shape, or form... So I want everyone to release into the light the patterns, the issues that are carried. Okay, so I'm beginning right now. I'm going to ask that Suzanne release the the imbalance, the self-sacrifice pattern, the, the difficulties of finding, literally the difficulties of finding the way to bring in the balance the way to address the self and the self needs okay 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 there is a lot of repression of Suzanne's needs helping herself there's a lot of repression here um putting aside the need. This is part of the self-sacrifice pattern. And it's been a coping style. There have been so many situations and conditions seemingly like, I'm sorry, there's so much noise going on, you guys, I'm so sorry. But the higher styles have always said we need to be able to function and focus within chaos, and that's what I feel like I'm doing today. So I'm asking you, Suzanne, to, um, to, to see, to feel, to understand, to let go of the this need to repress this need to put aside all of your wants all of your needs and this is a very common thing because you've been in many situations and conditions in this life and other lives where your needs your wants just didn't have a chance they didn't have a chance because there was no opportunity the lives were restricted they were rigid the situation had no discernible Uh, possible other ways of approach. It was either do or die or do and abandon or do and or not do. And the not do might mean that you were uh, felt bad about yourself. You carried guilt and shame. And actually there were lives where you got to the point where the the self-sacrifice, the need to repress, the need to put aside your wants was so extreme that you literally walked away because you couldn't help it. You were in, either you were in so much pain yourself or it was affecting your other loved ones that you had to make a choice. It feels like, I have to tell you, it feels like Sophie's choice here. I don't know if you know that book or that movie, but a woman had to... It was during World War II, the story, and she um, gets captured along with her two children, and the German tells her she has to choose which child to die and which child to live, and she couldn't make that choice. It was horrible. So she ends up not choosing, and so both both die. She loses both, and... Um, I don't remember the outcome of the story, but that's the kind of choice that you were led to in some of those lives where you walked away. It was a situation where you had to choose between one or the other. And sometimes the other was you. Sometimes the other was some other loved one. It was different in different lives but you were unable to find a way to care for both. You were, the situations were so extreme, like in Sophie's Choice, there was no way. to. You had no other option. It was a really horrible situation, and I want you to release the despair of it, the, the horror of it, the guilt of it, the shame, the self-blame, the self-attack, The um, hopelessness, oh my gosh, there was so much hopelessness, there was so much despair. You were pushed to the very limit of your, just the limit of your existence. I just feel like it's almost as if you just, okay, I actually feel like you killed yourself off in some of these, sometimes, maybe only once, but that was part of the option of escaping this terrible situation where you actually chose death you chose so was suicide um and then there was all the shame and the horror that you would choose such a thing um because it was part of your belief system that it was a bad thing but also the horror because you actually couldn't help either party and or yourself by suicide by escaping But you were pushed to a very extreme place here and I want you to release that kind of extreme kind of situation, that trauma, all the trauma, all the drama, all the pain and the suffering, the point where you saw no other choice. And I'm calling in now divine understanding, divine expansion of perception, expanded vision, I'm calling in literally divine light, divine healing. I want you to release pain, suffering, shame, guilt, all the stuff, the helplessness, the hopelessness, the despair, and it is coming out. I feel it coming out of the heart, the stomach, the helplessness, the powerlessness, the hopelessness. Some of it is coming out of the base of the torso, um just just a lot of darkness here a lot of trauma i really i really and i was going to talk about this is a thing i wasn't going to talk about but i was going to talk about what i'm seeing here there is what i would call a lot of ptsd post traumatic stress syndrome um maybe i did talk about it earlier i was just talking about it this morning with someone and now I'm so deep into frequency. I'm. You, in any case, you have a tremendous amount of post-traumatic stress syndrome, just a tremendous, tremendous amount. And I want you to release it. There's just so much stress, so much, so much uh, ripple, so many ripple effects from this and several lives where you were in situations, in conditions where you had no choice. It was live or die. It was help one party or another, help yourself or another. There was never any options here. I want to call in divine options, divine possibilities, divine opportunities, divine uh, expansion, divine uh, love, divine forgiveness. And I want you to release all the lack of forgiveness, all the self-denigration, all the criticism, the self-attack, the self-blame, uh. Boy, is that big. Boy, that triggered a lot of little pockets to be released. A lot of stuff. Blame is just place we go to. It's a part of the human condition, and I want you to release all the blame, all the suffering, all the blame of the self, all the blame of others, all the parts of you that literally hold you imprisoned into this kind of PTSD syndrome that... Where there's no visible option and I it feels to me very much like those soldiers that commit suicide because they don't see any other option it's such despair such horror and I want you to release that I want you to release all of that and it really and I'm calling in divine flush I want the divine energies to please help flush that out the despair, the the belief system. There's no other options. That that po- that balance is not a possibility for you. Just the the complete acceptance and despair about the fact that you you will never find that inner joy, that inner independence, that inner um, meaning, because you'll be so because you're so busy avoiding or repressing or taking care of others or whatever the issues, and they're all of the above. You have a multiple approach factor here for this self-sacrifice pro- process. It's so, so, um, so much a part of your, it's so much a part of your pattern of this imbalance here. Um, I'm calling in again, divine expansion, divine opportunities, divine clarity, divine love, divine possibilities. And I want to just look now, because I have sort of an image of you and your mom laying aside you know, not so much your mom, as you laying aside what you want to do, what your interests are, what your needs are, what your desires are, what your fun is. I see you you know, I've seen this been seeing this image of you just always laying that aside always putting it aside, always trying to put it in a box or in a drawer or in a hiding it somewhere so you don't get reminded of it and it's almost gotten to the point where you didn't even know what it was you wanted, what you needed. There's almost a numbness here because you've avoided looking at it, you've avoided feeling it, you've avoided dealing with it for so long. There's a tremendous numbness here. There's a tremendous tremendous um, disconnection to knowing your needs and wants, to finding out What would actually make you feel good? This reminds me of me. I remember growing up, people would say, what do you do for fun? And I'm like, fun, what's fun? I had no idea. And people would say to me, well, what is it do you love? What's your favorite subject in school? What's your favorite hobby? And I'm like, "Um, I had no idea. And I feel so deeply for you, Suzanne, because I've gone through the uncovering the realization that I was numb and all that I did to myself to make myself disconnected, all of my patterns and how amazing it was to start to uncover all of that stuff. So I'm resonating with you big time. And I want you to just release that numbness, that avoidance, that need to repress, that disconnection to who you really are. And I want you to just allow all of that. I see walls fluffing off. I see blinders falling away. I see pain and suffering also being released because it was painful to look at some of that stuff. It hurt because it was a reminder of what you weren't experiencing, what you weren't finding or wanting and manifesting or bringing into your life. It was hard to kind of even acknowledge that one thing you really wanted to do was to live at the beach. I mean, I'm making this up or one of the things you really wanted to do was play the piano or what you really wanted to do was immerse yourself in nature. Whatever it is, it was painful to look at to even acknowledge because you couldn't do it. There's a lot of pain here and that pain was another thing, another element to keep you numb, to keep you from looking at it, to keep you repressing it and hiding it away because you didn't want to feel that pain you didn't want to feel like it was something that you wanted and yet you knew you couldn't have it so i want you to release the belief that if you look at it strike that that it's hopeless no need to even look at it no need to even acknowledge it because not only is it painful but it's hopeless there's no way you can manifest it. The, the absolute resignation and belief that it's never yours, it will never happen in your life. There's a lot of confusion here. There's a lot of confusion because you don't really know what it is you want. You don't really know what's going to make you happy and joyful and fulfilled and independent. You want, in general, these concepts, but you're not sure of what that means for you personally. So I want you to release all that confusion because the confusion is also holding you back. It's also keeping you from taking those little baby steps to discovery, reconnection to yourself. So I want you to release the confusion. I want you to release fear because there's a fear that maybe no matter what, you're never gonna find it. Maybe it's just not yours to have. And this just isn't the case, it's a misunderstanding. I want you to release that fear too, those fears, because that also keeps us from taking those little steps forward. So I want you to release the fears, the confusion, the conviction that you'll never have it, the feeling of feeling doomed, the feeling of fate. This is just part of your fate. And the feeling that you deserve it because you must have done something pretty darn terrible to deserve it. All of those aspects. I want you to release all of that. And I'm really feeling a lot of stuff coming off you at the chest level. It's like a big weight It's just amazing, but it's just a lot of big weight is coming off. I really feel it, Suzanne. I'm very happy for you. I want to call in divine understanding, divine, um, I just want to say divine light. I want to say divine freedom, divine uncovering, divine discovery, divine discovery, divine connection to the self, divine expansion, divine opening. Just, it just feels like in the divine yes energy that I've spoken about, yes to the self. Again, with the understanding, it isn't about becoming selfish and abandoning others that, that need your help. It's about finding the divine balance, finding the discovery, finding the ways and the options that we never saw before, where we can have both. I want to call in that divine balance, balance and harmony, divine hope. The hope is that you will find the balance, you will reconnect with the self, you will absolutely find the, the ways to discovery, the discovery of the self, the manifestation in the life pattern of the balance. I feel your mother is present. I feel her also doing this healing. Um, Her patterns are different, and I don't really, I'm not going to get into that because that wasn't the purpose of the healing. But I do feel your mother is present. She is Also, uh, she is also a little bit, um, she's more kind of reserved and standing back a little, but the fact that she's even observing it, and I do feel like there's some healing going on for her, which is great. Um, Maybe another time we work on her. Um, I don't know, but in any case, she is present, she's observing, and, and anything anything like that is going to be helpful for her on some level i feel if you do share with this this information with her she is going to resonate and understand it somewhat simply because she was present it's going to trigger off an unremembered remembrance so that part is all good and maybe it will bring i don't know if you share with her or not but you might want to try to share with her if you haven't before uh, at least about this session because I think there's a part of her that might be that might connect with you on it and she's giving me the thumbs up (laughs) of course I'm not sure how it will manifest in reality um, but it's it's certainly there's an opening there for you to to give it a try Um, I'm going to place the two of you in the healing circle and ask the higher self to please help guide and direct um, that connection on that level now maybe it's, you've shared everything with her and she's right on the same page with you all the time I don't know but in any case I'm doing what, what's coming up what I'm being indica- what's been indicated for me uh, alright so I just want to check over your energy feel and I'm things a process of acclimation going on i'm feeling very beautiful light moving in through and around the totality of your beingness i feel a lot uh, i feel you resonating and absorbing and utilizing this energy i feel as i said that big weight that came off that front that heart and the stomach area is just a huge weight coming off um that feels really good you too, the higher self, they're putting in a type of cocoon, allowing you to, um, help, it's helping you to process and acclimate to the big shift in your energetic field that went on, because a big shift went on. And I would be very interested to get any feedback from you about this um, I don't. I can't even speculate what doors or windows or other options or possibilities might come in for you, but I do feel like there are some. I feel more than one. I'm sorry about this noise. I don't know what's going on <laughs> the foyer of my apartment building, but I do feel a very. I feel windows opening up. I'm seeing several windows of possibilities, and. I have no idea what direction they are, they are coming from. They were there all the time. That's how it works, but we just don't see them. We don't have a clue. We are just so blinded by our own misunderstandings and belief systems that we we literally we don't see windows. And it can be so discouraging. And I want you two to release discouraging discouragement. Um, it can be very, very discouraging and um, despairing. So please release all of that, which just by saying it, you did begin to release. On, um, do some releases on that. The, I, I'm feeling like the windows are just kind of flashing. I feel like they're going to get your attention in some way. And again, I don't know what this means. Maybe somebody has offered to help that you bring in a third body, which will free some time. Maybe, I just, I literally am not sure. Maybe you share caregiving situation with someone else in the facility. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but it's more than just finding the time with the grandparents. It's also reconnecting with yourself. And there might be just literally some incidents or some, Sometimes where you something connects and you go, "Oh my gosh, I forgot about such and such and such I forgot I used to love that as a child, or you 're looking at the newspaper and you see uh, a concert or you see a ballet or you see a TV show on that you or you were watching, looking at the TV guide or something, and you see something that 's interesting it 'll be little in the beginning, but if you continue to and you said you were doing the stuff, if you continue to release, you continue to neutralize, more and more of that self-connection will come into play. And I hope that you, oh gosh, I don't think I worked on your back, Suzanne. I'm sorry, we'll have to do it another time. I'm running out of time, but I'm just going to right now just trigger off the release is around the back, whatever it was. And the higher spouse are giving me an indication that the back was a part of this pattern. Um, The, oh gosh, I just don't have time to dig, but they are giving me an indication there should be some relief from the back. And I am seeing and asking that you, because I think you've been already doing it, release whatever from the back. And I do feel some very dark, some very difficult issues coming from the back. I do feel it processing out of the back. So the higher self are there. They're helping you along with it. It'll be part of what's happening when, you know, they place you in the healing circle. And, okay, well, it started in sort of the mid-upper back, and now I feel it moving down the spine. So it definitely is, is starting to release, even though we haven't had time to fully dig into it. Yikes. I'm sorry about that. Um, But these things tend to be interrelated. The fact that you, you know, we talked about it in the same email. um, And, you know, it just all goes into, it all connects in these different ways. So it is happening, and I'm really happy about that. Um, Okay. Well, at that point, I'm now going to ask the higher self to bring you back over the rainbow bridge. And I'm just asking that you contact me in some way. If you can, let me know what's going on. If you have any other issues, you know, I'm always open. People can email me anytime, Janet at janetrichmond.com. If you utilize these healing sessions over and over again, whether it's something on you or an issue that you can relate to, please, I recommend to all the listeners to do so because it's absolutely helpful i mean i say this over and over again but i continue to get emails from people who say you don't know me but your radio shows are so helpful they've really shifted my life so and they don't know me i haven't done any healing on them they just use the healings on radio shows when you listen if something comes up for you that's not spoken again pause it start to release Trigger by saying it out loud. Trigger the releases of the energies into your light. And then when you're done with the things that come up for you, start the play button. Hit the play button again and continue the healing. And just continue to use it. And that way you become an active participant in your own healing. Active participant here, guys. Very good. We're the directing identities. We want to be active. Anyway, I want to thank, and I'm sorry for being a little ditzy, um, sorry about the distractions and the the terrible noises in my foyer, my building. Um, I'm sorry about the PTSD thing. I know I realized that I did talk about it earlier in the show. I've had very little sleep in the last three out of the four nights because of the... uh, We have a neighbor who has a dog that they let out, and it just barks all night. So... Three out of the four nights have had very little sleep. We're trying to figure out how to deal with it, but I'm a little bit dizzy. Thank you for my accepting my lack of focus here, my <laughs> ramblings if they aren't perfectly uh, sound, and just know that I'm like everyone else. Sometimes everybody, we all have times when we're not rested, and we do the best we can. Just know that I really care about and really appreciate all my listeners, all the people that have volunteered to come in. To do the healing because it helps everyone and i'm getting i'm getting from the souls that have come in to partake of the the healing light and the, the, the divine light from the very beginning i'm getting just a tremendous wave of gratitude from souls that we aren't fully conscious and aware of that have received help too from the show and from the the light of all of our lights, the forever now moment light, the the pure soul essence light, the symbolic sunlight that we have provided for so many souls, and we're getting just waves and waves of gratitude. It's hard to believe, guys, but it is it is really present, really here. I'm not making it up. It is wonderful. So my thanks is being joined by the thanks of so many others and i look forward to next week and next week we will be doing working on the fear anonymous group that i started i'm excited to see where that leads that was a um, big surprise but we we're going to just continue and we're we're going to bring it global guys okay love you guys thanks so much and i will see you Talk to you next week.
1: Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at janetrichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.